found solid ground. I hadn't walked on solid ground for four hours. And so I walk out into that water. And I start, well, now where do I go? This is kind of interesting. So I start walking and walking and walking. And I look way over there, and there's a red light going around and around and around. I'm thinking, my wife called the sheriff, didn't she? (laughs) Sure enough, I thought, I presumed, thank God for wives that do care about their husbands, even though they get in these plights. And I said, I'll bet you they're over by my pickup. So I was in this water, walking up here, and, and I start walking towards this light, and I got pretty close, and I could see some flashlights kind of going around, and I yelled over there, and, and I, I'm coming out. Well, I could hear them talking, and, and they were on the radios. He's a 65-year-old man. He's been out here all night calling an ambulance. I could hear him talk. I could hear him saying that. And I'm getting to shore, and I look literally like a slimy, prehistoric monster coming out of a swamp. I mean, I'm covered from mud, head to toe. I'm coming out of there, and they're looking at me, and they say, call an ambulance. I said, no, don't call the ambulance. I'm okay. I was okay. We got back there, and, and, and this is kind of a comical thing, but this is my own pride. They were sitting in a four-wheel drive vehicle, and they're back in there, and they said, okay, we'll give you a ride to your pickup. I said, I'm not getting in your pickup. I'm not getting into that. Look at me. He said, I'm not getting, you're crazy. You've been walking. I said, I'm not getting in your pickup. I'll walk. And I walked another half mile to get to my pickup. <laughs> That's a stubborn Norwegian. <laughs> but anyway, you say, Jim, why did you tell this story? Because it's a great story. <laughs> no. But what I have realized is that when I went looking for that bull moose that night, I had, I had dreams and hopes of spotting the bull moose of my life. And what ended up was a nightmare. I got home at 3.30 in the morning, and I was shot. And I look at um, how quickly life can change for all of us. And many years, 40-some years in ministry, just looking at people, and I include myself in that, and we think we know our direction, and we head out into it, and we head out into life, and we find out we encounter more mud than we thought. We found out that we find we get in shadows of darkness, and we find ourselves in darkness we never thought we'd be in. We found ourselves in places that we never thought we'd go. And that some of the hopes and dreams are so far away we can't even see them now. But what I am so assured of at this point in my life is God is present in those times. God is present. Let the one who walks in the dark and has no light trust in the name of the Lord and rely on their God. Author Madeleine Laingo, who's a great writer, wrote The Wrinkle in Time, Lover Writings. They made a movie of this. One of the most powerful statements in that book. She says, I have a point of view. You have a point of view. God has view. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? I have a point of view. You have a point of view. God has view. Aren't you glad for that? God has view. The beginning, the present, and the future. He knows. 
God has a view. Salma said, blessed are those who have learned to trust me and who walk in the light of the presence of God. I trust that God is with me. I am not alone. I can continue this journey because I know ultimately God is in that journey with me. And I can mess myself up. I can get stuck. I can take left turns when I should take right turns. I can make bad decisions. You know what he does? He doesn't hold it against me. He said, get on the stump in the middle of the swamp, in the middle of the mud, sit on that and say, God, I won't go any farther unless your presence goes with me. I need your presence right here in the midst. So many times in the work of ministry, I felt so lost. I felt so weary of demands and realizing often like Jesus said to the disciples, Sorum, you have little faith. But I have learned this and I still am learning that I need to find a stump. And for me in ministry, it meant often I needed to get away. I thank God for the Catholics who have monasteries. I have went to monasteries over and over and over because it's a quiet place. I can get alone with God. I can get in His presence and I can find out that not only up here intellectually, but in here, God is presence with me. God, I won't go unless I know your presence is with me. Like Moses said, you want me to lead these three million people? Forget it, unless you go with me. (laughs) Because God has a view, this is what I have learned. God will always make a way. God is our way maker. Don't you love that song? God is our way maker. How do I get out of this situation? How do I move forward when I feel like there's only dead ends? How do I feel so forward when I feel so depressed and so discouraged? How do I move forward? How do I move forward when I've got that diagnosis that just zapped me of life? How do I move forward? I think of Friday night, and I'm so proud of my daughter, Jamie. Um, you know, none of us, when she was diagnosed with this disease... Um, and we're, we're a pretty honest family. We looked it straight in the face. And as Pat said in that video, mother should be able to protect and take these things away. And God, don't we have some brownie points stuck up there? <laughs> it doesn't work that way, does it? But we have discovered, and Jamie has discovered, that God's grace is sufficient even though the thorn is still there. God will make a way. And it was amazing to see. Um, You know, what I've found out is that in these times where we feel lost, where we feel just stuck, what I have learned is to look for solid ground to move forward. And we sang a song earlier today, On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand. There's no other rock other than, it says, On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand, no other ground is sinking 
sand. The song we sang is that when you're in those places, the Word of God, the promises of God, those things that are true, those things that you know are the values, are the core sense, God loves me, He died for me, He is with me, and we hold on to those solid rock things, then we can move forward. But unless we know that, we will still sink in the muck we're in. We will. And what I have found is that we can trust the Word of God. We can trust His presence. He is with us. And if I just hold on to that, I can walk through these times. It was interesting. Whenever I go out on a hike, and I do quite a bit, I take a compass along. Now, some people take their GPSs and whatever they take along, but I take a compass along with me. And I have to admit, there was another time I was lost in my life. But four years ago, I was, I was, I was up in the Black Hills, and I was hunting in a new area, and I was hunting mule deer way back in the, way back in the area that I hadn't been before. And we were supposed to go to a banquet that night. And, my, and, 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 and so I go back in there, and I'm hunting in just beautiful area. And I'm watching down in front of me, and there was a mountain lion, and it had two cubs, and they were bringing a deer up in the trees and bringing it back down. And I was just lost in the moment. I mean, I was just lost in the moment. And again, guess what happened? It got dark. I get lost easy. And not only did it get dark, the path that I came in on, it snowed. It just started snowing hard. And it just, I couldn't find the path I was on. It would all look white. And I'd never been there before. And so here I am, stumbling around again, lost, don't know where to go. And I remembered my backpack. I had a compass. And this is what I want to say about the Word of God. That is our compass. You can trust it. And here's what's interesting. I was out there, and here I come walking along, and it was snow, and here was a fresh mountain lion kill of a deer. And I'm thinking, okay, this is eerie out here. <laughs> but I got my compass out, and I said, I know I've got to go east. And everything in me, and I'm just telling you, when you're lost, you're crazy, because your mind goes crazy. It said, go east, and east was that way, and everything said, that is not east. East has got to be that way. But my compass, what I have to do? I had to trust this compass that when it pointed east, I had to go east. Everything in me said, no, that's not east. You're crazy. And I said, i got to trust this. What do you do with the word of God during this time? It doesn't fail, does it? It's God's promise. We trust the word of God in there, even though we everything rages around you and said, why are you trusting? Why do you hold on to those promises? Because it's true the word of God. I looked at the compass and I said, whatever it takes, I'm just going to follow this compass. And I went up and down ridges and slid down hills and went over this and went over that. And I hit the road that my car pickup was on. Now I had to figure out, is it right or left? I had a 50-50 chance, I guessed right. I missed the banquet that night. There's a lot more lost stories. Just one of my story of my life. But I tell you what, during those times, one, you've got to get on the stump. You've got to get a place where you discover that the presence of God is right here. Then you go to the word of God and you say, I trust that you are a way maker. You will find a way for me.
out of this. He will. He'll find a way. And last, one of the things we all have to do is silence the voices of fear and discouragement. During those times, fear wants to overtake you. Discouragement wants to say, why continue on? What? There's no hope. Fear, when you're out in, in the midst of the struggles in all those voices that says, you know, you're not, you're not able to do You can't make it. You're not, you're not smart enough. You're not able to do it. They always said this. All those voices start coming in on you. And we have to say, no. I love what Isaiah 43 says. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I call you by name. You are mine. Fear not. Go, those voices just come in and just say, I'm all alone in this. I've got to figure this out by by my willpower. And then all those voices said, oh, but what about this? And all the concerns and all the fears, where are the finances? What's going to happen? My job. All those fears are just coming here. And we have to stop and silence the fear. And we need to read, fear not. I have called you by name, and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Fear not. And you've heard this many times, but it's so true. Peace is not the absence of trouble, but the presence of God. Huh? Peace is not the absence of trouble. If it was, we would have no peace. Peace is the presence of God in the midst of trouble. That's the peace that God says he gives to us. There are so many voices of fear and discouragement. But today I declare to you that there's a voice above all voices that says, I am with you. I will never leave you. And I'll never forsake you. People have asked me, and I close with this many times, as pastor and leader. I look over the years I've been in ministry, and Tom and Lois could say a lot more years. And they've asked me many times, are you certain about this? On the outside, I look at them, and I try to display confidence and courage But on the inside, I'm saying, oh, about 50%. (laughs) It is a walk by what? Not by? If I'm sure about something, then I'm not walking in faith. Walk by faith. And so much of us, we just want that security. Of, if I can see it, if I can touch it, if I can bank on it, if I can do this, then, 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 then I can walk forward. The movement of our journey with Christ, and I look back and see how God, so many of the things that I was able to be a part of, I went into them with a sense of, I don't know, God, I think you said we should do this. I felt it one day, but I really think this is how we should go. I think that's God's where he wants you to be. Because then who do you have to depend on? God. And I look back, and, and we were going to build a, 
double the size of our church, and we're at probably the worst place. And I just knew it was the thing we're doing. We had to reach, we had to build a gym, and we're going to build a whole outreach center, and we're going to do this whole thing. And, and we didn't even have, but I just knew that, I knew that I knew it was the right thing to do. And people would say, well, are you sure about this? And I always say, well, I'm sure that God can do it. <laughs> we built that. We became the hub of that area for ministry. Because I knew. It's a small voice and it says, did it take three years to get it by the board and the congregation? Yes, that was long, tedious, whatever. But you've got to walk by faith. And so today I close by Psalm 31. Short little verse, and I love it. 14 and 15. But I trust in you, O Lord, and I say, you are my God, and my times are in your hands. Put your name on that. Put your name on that. My times are in your hand. And when you get into those places and we all do, where there's a darkness comes in and we can't see very far and we feel like we're wandering. Find the stump until you have experienced that God's presence is with you. You can't move forward. Trust that God is your way maker. He will find a way through that. And you will say, how did I get through that? And you look back and you say, Wow, God made a way. And remember to fight back the fears and discouragement that want to stop you and replace those with the promises of God. Thank you. Pastor John. That was a good word. As we sat there and, and listened and it just became evident that if God was saying anything to us today, it's that he is indeed that way maker, right? The one we can lean on and rely on. I, uh, I have to tell people that it's, it's, it's a good thing to be in over your head. I'm going to feel like I'm going to drown, but if I'm in over my head, then I'm holding on to him. I kind of feel that way as your pastor too, you know, just to let you know, but, uh, As we close, I thought it would be appropriate if we just close with this song. So if you'd stand with me, we're going to sing Waymaker. Make this a declaration. It's a reminder of who he is and what he does and, and really our dependence upon him. It's, uh, you know, we sing worship songs to him to lift him up. But when we do, something happens in our own heart. Something solidifies and cements and we live out. These are the things that we find ourselves humming and singing in, in the drive home from work on a rough day that he is the one who makes a way so let's close with this make this our prayer today now may you as you return to your workplaces your homes your doctor's appointments hear the words the prophet Isaiah that Jim started us off with if you're walking in darkness without a ray of light trust in the Lord and rely on your God. Father, we thank you that we put our hope in you. 
your sufficiency, your strength, your power, your view. Help us, Lord, to walk more tomorrow than than yesterday in surrender and in trust. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you next week.